Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Penguins To Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Nick Berlansky, and, well, as we talked about last Friday and Thursday, and we'll probably talk about for the next two weeks, the Pittsburgh Penguins finally have somebody sitting in the big chair in Cranberry. Kyle Dubas is the president of Hockey Operations, so now we can truly begin the Pittsburgh Penguins offseason. Start looking into player personnel, Potential targets, potential free agent targets, potential trade targets like we will today. And we have to start with where, as he mentioned in his introductory press conference, the most important and top priority is goaltending. No, they don't really know what's going to happen with Tristan Jari. He mentioned it in that same presser. He said, I don't know Tristan. I'm going to lean on Mike Kyoto. I'm going to lean on Mike Sullivan, those that know him, and I'm going to try to get to know him in this short time that we have between now and making a decision on the future of that position in the Pittsburgh Penguins organization. In order to do that, I kind of want to first look at what he had as a goaltending situation in his five seasons in Toronto as general manager. Because when you look at it, he entered as general manager with Freddie Anderson firmly in place as the workhorse of the organization. And he kept that for his first two seasons. Freddie Anderson played the majority of the games. He was the true number one with a true backup behind him. Then they brought in Jack Campbell. And they did a 1A, 1B for one season. Then Anderson leaves. Jack Campbell becomes the workhorse for one season. Peter Morazic was brought in as the true backup. Then... Expectations were not met once again in Toronto. And Jack Campbell was allowed to walk. And then Kyle Dubas brings in Ilya Samsonov and Matt Murray to be the 1A, 1B. So a really volatile five years for the net mining position for the Toronto Maple Leafs under Kyle Dubas. He's been brought to Pittsburgh for stability. There are rumors and reports out there. This I heard from Elliot Friedman of 32 Thoughts that Kyle Dubas was given a seven-year deal. We'll see what he's able to do because he's not 
coming into Pittsburgh with a workhorse already in place like it was when he went to Toronto. He had Freddie Anderson for three more years when he was named general manager. He has to make a decision in the next two months about where the Pittsburgh Penguins goaltending situation goes. The top name right now in that position on the trade block is Winnipeg Jets goaltender Connor Hellebuck. Number two on Frank Saravalli of Daily Faceoff's trade target list. And at the end of it, Penguins mentioned is one of the teams that could potentially be in the running for Connor Hellebuck. Not because of any rumors, but simply because of the situation that they're currently in with their goaltenders. The Jets as a whole really hold the key to this offseason. So if you're looking for, well, what's going to start everybody off? A lot of people are going to wait to see what Kevin Dayoff decides to do with that roster up in Winnipeg. Pierre-Luc Dubois, Blake Wheeler, Mark Shifley could also be on the trade block this summer. So a lot of eyes are going to be on Winnipeg. Connor Hellybuck is clearly and obviously the biggest name available, whether that's free agency, potential trade, draft, even though goaltenders in the draft don't end up, you can't tell if they paid off until several years down the line. But Connor Hellybuck's the biggest name surrounding all of it. 30 years old, entering his ninth season in the NHL with one year remaining on his contract at $6.16 million. There's not many goaltenders that are worth $9 to $10 million in this league. There are a couple that are making it. Does not mean they're worth it. Sergei Bobrovsky, prime example. For the majority of his deal, he has not been worth his deal. But right now, the team's in the Stanley Cup Final. And he is one of the most important reasons as to why they're there. So is it worth it? That's a, a tough question. If they win a cup, doesn't it all make it worth it? That's a question for a Florida Panthers podcast. But Connor Hellybuck, under team control for one more season at $6 million, that's a steal, considering how good he has been his entire career. He's one of a very few remaining number one goaltenders. You look at last season, he was 37-25-2. The 37 wins was tied for third amongst goaltenders in the NHL. He had a 2.49 goals allowed average, which was good for 11th in the NHL, a 9.20 save percentage, which was tied for fourth, and 30.8 goals saved above expected, which was fourth in the National Hockey League. For all intents and purposes, Connor Hellebuck is guaranteed to be a top five goaltender in the National Hockey League, as long as you put a good defense in front of him. Or not even a good defense, because Winnipeg hasn't had a good defense practically the entire time he's been there, if you put a semi-capable defense in front of him, he is going to be one of the best goaltenders in the National Hockey League. The one problem with that is, I don't know if the Pittsburgh Penguins have a semi-capable defense at this point. You look at the national narrative surrounding the Winnipeg Jets, it was Connor Hellebuck is going to take them as far as Connor Hellebuck can go. And that's their success. They have stars on the front end, but their back end was never considered to be a top unit. It was never considered to be a great unit. Sometimes they weren't even considered to be a good unit. But Winnipeg still finished 14th 
in expected goals against per 60 minutes. The Penguins finished 21st. The Winnipeg Jets gave up the 11th fewest shots on goal last season. The Penguins were 23rd. So while yes, the Penguins, goaltending was one of the main issues last season that kept them out of the playoffs. And yes, Connor Hellebuck is the the best name on that list. I look at the rest of this team and I say, are they really a goaltender away? Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Because when you look at Connor Hellebuck, you look at that, if that's the first move you make, you're using a lot of your trade pieces. You're using up a lot of your chips early in the offseason. And is he worth it? Probably. For this year, probably worth it. He'll probably live up to the $6 million and whatever you trade for him because he's just been that good at the NHL level. But are you able to do that and still fill the multiple holes left on this roster? That's the question. No actual trade demands have been made that I've personally seen. I expect that to pick up and start to leak out after the Stanley Cup final because most teams like to obey Gary Bettman's little non-written rule. Do not drop news during the Stanley Cup final. Most teams do that. Very few instances can you remember any massive news coming out during the Stanley Cup Final. Any concrete news during the Stanley Cup Final. The only one that I can think of is Vladimir Tarasenko's trade request. I can't even remember what year that was, but it came out right in the middle of the Stanley Cup Final. And we were all like, oh boy, not something that normally happens. But here's what I would expect the starting asking price would be for Connor Hellebuck. Starts with a first-round pick. That has to be included. There's no way you're getting him without a first-round pick being involved in the return. Likely, for the Penguins, P.O. Joseph or Ty Smith. And it's probably P.O. Joseph because he is more defensively inclined than Ty Smith. And he showed at the NHL level what he was last season, whereas Ty Smith played the majority of the year at Wilkes-Barre-Scranton. He's a little bit older, is P.O. Joseph, but also I would imagine he's the guy that other teams would want over Ty Smith if he had the if they had the choice between the two. So you're already at a first-round pick at P.O. Joseph. You probably have to add at least one other NHL or near-NHL talent, somebody in the, the realm of uh, Drew O'Connor, 
uh, Ryan Paling, somebody like that. I know both of those two gentlemen are restricted free agents. So as of right now, it would be the rights to them, which might mean you have to add more to this list already to get any deal done. And then you have to realize that one, you have to fill the hole left by POJ if that is indeed one of the players that goes. You have to fill the hole left by Drew O'Connor or Ryan Paling, whoever ends up going. And you already need to restructure your defense. You already needed to rebuild your bottom six because you practically don't have an entire third line. You need somebody else to play alongside of Getty Malkin and Brian Rust on the second line because Jason Zucker is currently not on the roster. He's a free agent, so you need somebody to go into that role. You need to figure out if you're keeping or getting rid of Mikhail Granlin, Jeff Carter. I know that gives you some space, but one, Jeff Carter has a full no-move clause, so there's not really... Again, 90% chance he doesn't go anywhere. And Mikhail Granlin, you're probably going to have to pay something, either in retained salary and a pick, to get his numbers off the books. So you have so much else to do that Connor Hellebuck's price might just be a little too high for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Listen, if the Penguins can swing this and still build a roster around 87 and 71 and 58 that is comparable to what we've seen before the Hextall era, because Hextall kind of broke it all down. If you can build around that and add Connor Hellebuck to the mix, that's phenomenal. That's great because you're getting one of the best goaltenders in the league. But the Penguins are in desperate need of a revamped defense. They are in desperate need of an entirely new bottom six. And that takes assets to pull off, especially when you're trying to do it in such a short time span as to get this team not only back into the playoffs, but back into the championship picture as early as next season. The time is ticking on Crosby, Malkin, and Latang's career. You don't have the bandwidth. You don't have the the actual time to sit here and build this roster up slowly. It has to be a quick turnaround. And I understand bringing Connor Hellebuck accelerates that process, but does it also slow it down on the back end when you don't have much left to work with to try to build out the remainder of the roster? I love the idea of Connor Hellebuck in black and gold. I do, because it'll be the best goaltender that we have seen in the Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin era. That's a conversation we can have for another day, but I do believe, even though he doesn't have the accolades of Marc-Andre Fleury, he doesn't have the Stanley Cup championships that Marc-Andre Fleury has, the pure talent of Connor Hellebuck and what he is able to do between the pipes, especially at this part of his career, is unmatched right now from what I've seen in my lifetime. That might be a conversation we have tomorrow on the tip of the iceberg. But it's certainly a conversation that is happening in Cranberry right now as to whether or not it's feasible for the Penguins to go after the top name on the goaltending market this summer in Connor Hellebuck. It's going to be interesting. I think the price is too expensive personally, but we'll see what Kyle Dubas thinks. He certainly has had a multitude of decisions to make in Toronto surrounding the goaltenders. I just mentioned it in five years. He's had Freddie Anderson, Jack Campbell, Peter Morazic as a 1B. He's had Ilya Samsonov, Matt Murray. That's a lot of names to run through in five seasons. With Hellebuck having one year left on his deal, you're also going to have to think about the fact that next season, 
if you want to bring him in and keep him in, you're probably going to have to pay him upwards of $8 million. Can they afford to do that? Does it make sense in the long term? These are all questions for Kyle Dubas. But that's going to do it for this episode of Penguins to Go. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time.